You know what I hate? I hate somebody who can't take responsibility for their own shit. <laughs> Let's get into it. Hey, hey, checking in. It's your girl, Dominique Chante, and welcome to the Y'all Ain't Tell Me podcast. Get ready to jump into all the feels. This podcast is about opening up and navigating through life as a millennial and discussing all the things I wish I would have been told. From friendships, relationships, career, self-growth, and so, so much more. Join me and some other dope people for a little reflection, healing, and tea spilling. Are you with me? Let's talk about it. Because y'all ain't tell me life would be like this. Welcome to the Y'all Ain't Tell Me podcast. This is our inaugural episode. So the very first one. So shout out to you for tuning in and joining me. So we're going to kick it off today with a little story time. So recently, I've kind of entered this state of reflection, I guess you can say. And It probably has a lot to do with the fact that I'm going to be 30 really soon. And I don't know what it is about reflecting on 30 or turning 30 that just sparks something different in you, you know? And that's a whole nother episode. I feel like 30 definitely deserves its own episode. And people who have just turned 30 or are turning 30, even people who are already in their 30s, I'm sure that they can go back to that birthday and be like, yo, this is where things really started to take a turn. But we'll get to that. But like I said, recently I kind of entered this state of reflection as far as different relationships that I've had, friendships that I've had or still have. And interestingly enough, I think I started to see exactly where my behavior was kind of low-key an issue, you know? <laughs> you like to think that certain relationships that you've had in the past, especially ones that haven't worked out, majority of the time that the other person was the problem, right? Now, I'm not saying that they weren't the problem because let's understand. <laughs> they probably were, <laughs> but... I cannot sit here and act like I didn't have a hand in how things went down. And that's what today's episode is about. Just being responsible for your own shit. And I say that because a lot of people aren't. Take a second, right? Ask yourself, have I been the problem? Have I ever been the problem? And if you say no, then I'm going to tell you right now, you right there, you are the issue. (laughs) At the end of the day, no one is trying to invalidate your feelings or what somebody did to you in a particular situation or whatever the case may be. Because let's be real, you can't control what somebody else does. But you can control what you do. Will you tolerate how you move after? And these are the actions that can be toxic. So the arguing 
or the chasing, revenge, anything that involves your pride or your ego. Those things are at the forefront of toxicity. Even if someone else did something to you. Now you might feel like, yo, my actions were valid. They cheated on me, so I set their shit on fire. (laughs) And a lot of people feel that way. But it's just like, bruh, was it necessary? You know, saying things to make somebody feel less than because they hurt you. Or trying to prove, now emphasis is prove, that they're nothing without you. Or that you're better off than them. So, you know, doing all that extra shit. All of that stuff is very unnecessary. Have an exit strategy. (laughs) Let it go. You don't have to prove anything. Because honestly, that's what makes a lot of y'all start to look crazy. And that is a part of owning your own shit. Understanding like, all right, maybe I didn't have to do that. Yeah, they hurt me, but I didn't have to go into retaliation mode. And sometimes it's hard. It is. In the moment, it's hard. You're going to be like, nah, these are my feelings. I'm running with it. No one's going to tell me different. But that doesn't make it right at the end of the day. Again, this came with much reflection because there were many times where I felt like I was very valid in how I moved, what I did, how I reacted. And there are moments where I'm like, "Mm, would I take that back? (laughs) But honestly, in the relationships that I care about or cared about, I probably could have done different things. But again, this is growth, okay? Let's understand growth. We, we applaud growth. We appreciate growth. And the other thing I will say, especially when it comes to this, is stay off the social media. Not everybody needs to know your business. Not everybody needs to know what's going on. You don't need all these outside opinions. Because you know what happens? And I've had this happen with friends time and time again. Even if it's not on social media. But if you're going through a situation and... You decide, you know what, I'm going to bash this other person, whether publicly, uh, interpersonally, whatever the case may be. But then you decide you got over it and you want to be with them again. Do you know how toxic you look to the people around you or to the people that follow you on social media? You look crazy. Now, the other person still might be trash at the end of the day. But you were the one who decided to move the way that you moved. But I say one thing. Nobody told me that being responsible for your own shit is hard. And I don't mean hard as in like, you're not capable of doing it. It's just hard. Because it requires reflection. It requires you to be unbiased. And it's so hard to be unbiased when you're talking about yourself. And then it requires reliving some of those moments. And some of those moments could be emotional as hell. Who wants to go through that again? I didn't want to go through it the first time. Why would I want to relive it again? Sounds crazy. 
And then on top of that, it's admitting that you're wrong. And that is difficult for a lot of people. When I say pride and ego can run strong through a person, oof, baby, <laughs> strong, okay? I remember telling someone, someone that I was dating that I don't like how when we have situations or something he should apologize for or whatever the case may be, or when he is apologizing, that he says, my bad. I hate that. (laughs) And I hate that because I hate two things. I hate my bad. That's like the absolute worst because I feel like my bad is very nonchalant. I don't care, whatever. I'm going to say this just to make you feel better. If you're apologizing to me for something, it's not a my bad. Okay, you didn't just like bump into me on the street or, you know, knock something over by accident and you're just like, oh, my bad. No, 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 no. If you did something wrong to hurt my feelings or cause any type of rift between us, my bad will not suffice. Even I apologize is a stretch. Now, some people may fight me on that. They'll be like, I don't understand. An apology is an apology. I said, I apologize. For me, and this is speaking for me, if you don't agree, that's your business. (laughs) But if you care about me and your goal is to make sure that I am receiving whatever you're saying, I apologize ain't going to do it for me. Because I apologize feels like, okay, I'll acknowledge this wrongdoing, but I'm acknowledging it for you. There's no remorse there. And at the end of the day, I'm not trying to make anybody feel bad, but I want you to feel something, you know? I feel like I apologize is I'm saying this for you. Give me an I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> if you are apologizing to me in anything for, for anything, I'm sorry. And I don't say this as something that I'm not going to reciprocate. I'm going to reciprocate it, which is also why I'm asking for it. I feel like it's okay for you to ask for things that you are willing to do. But if you're going to sit there and be like, I want you to do this, but I'm not going to do it for you, then that's not fair. But if I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, I'm sorry, taking that responsibility, taking that emotion and telling you that I feel badly about whatever I did to you that made you feel however you feel, I'm going to tell you I'm sorry, not I apologize or my bad. And it's funny because we had a power struggle for it for a minute. And then I think one day, I think I did it to him and it clicked. He's like, all right, I can see how that feels like more genuine if you're saying I'm sorry. But I say all that to say (laughs) accountability is an action, not just recognition. I'm gonna say that again. (laughs) Accountability is an action not just recognition. It has changed behavior. 
And most people only do part one. They simply recognize the problem or where they went wrong. They may apologize or whatever. But that accountability doesn't mean anything if you keep doing it. Just like with the I'm sorry, what is the, po- what is the purpose of you apologizing if you're going to keep doing it? So you could recognize that you did certain things and you moved a certain way. But if you don't change it, you're not taking accountability for anything. You're simply acknowledging it. What actions are you, ch- what actions are you making? What changes are you making? What are you going to do from this point? And let's be real, a lot of people don't do that. But also, no one is holding them to a certain standard to do so. So if that's enough for you, for somebody to just acknowledge what they did and keep it moving, then let's understand you're also part of the problem. And let's be honest, a lot of people that won't do that tend to be the same people that scoff at therapy and also don't deal with their past trauma. Let that sit with you for a second. (laughs) And if you know anybody like that, please let me know if I'm wrong. But I don't think I am. This goes for a certain group of people. It's not everyone. It's not most people, but it's definitely a lot of people. So like I told y'all, I'm in this age of reflection right now. And it has required me to look into my past relationships and see things that I could have done better that could have been considered toxic behavior things that I'm doing now that could definitely be improved or that I'm doing kind of half-ass, you know? And that's also a part of accountability too. And just being responsible for your own shit is understanding when and where you're giving a full effort and when you're not. And you could be thinking, oh, but I'm giving 100% to this. But you're really not. Because if at any point you're like, okay, I could be doing a little bit more, then that means you're not giving 100%. That means you think that that is your limit. So that's where you stop. But just like y'all be pushing your limits in the gym and doing all these other things and pushing yourselves with your jobs and your work or whatever you do, that's not your limit. That's just where you feel comfortable. It's easy. Or fairly easy. You have some tough moments. But it's fairly easy. Which is why it's so simple for you to be like, I'm, I'm giving 100%. And then later you reflect and you look back and you're like, all right, maybe I wasn't. <laughs> but now it's like, okay, you've acknowledged it. So now what? And I'm in my now what stage. So some of my hard truths with uh, being responsible for my own shit have been that um, as much of a great communicator 
I am. Sometimes. Sometimes. My active listening skills are not present. And I don't mean that they're not present as in I'm not doing it at all. No, I hear every single thing. I hear every single part. I definitely take it in. I absorb it. The way that I can recall conversations from top to bottom, specifics that were said and everything is wild. It's why I always recommend people don't get in arguments with me because it's like I literally remember everything. Because I'm going to remember exactly how it made me feel in that moment. I'm going to remember everything that was said. Because I do listen. I'm going to recall all of those things. So when I say my active listening can be a little uh, off, I mean that in I'm listening to what you're saying, but I may not be fully taking it in so that I can feel what you're saying and put myself in your shoes for a moment. And, you know, really understand i understand at a surface level i heard you i get it it makes sense but it's in those periods of reflection that i go back and i'm like okay what did this person say to me and then what did they not say to me because there's typically an undertone And I'm not saying, oh, read between the lines for every single person that you encounter or anything, because you don't want to then interpret things a different way. But if someone's telling you a certain thing about how they feel, while they might not use the words, I'm hurt, I'm sad, or anything like that, very emotional words, that doesn't mean that they don't feel it. And those are the things to apologize for. And that is the biggest thing that I think I'm learning right now. Is not just apologizing for my actions, but more so apologizing for how I made the other person feel and not realizing that they felt that way when they were talking to me. And while yes, I have an accountability in this in, in, and while, yes, there's some accountability for me in this situation, there's also accountability for the other person. So it's being more effective in communicating and being straight up and being like, yo, you did this thing and it hurt me. Being clear in that. But again, this comes with reflection, time, and figuring it out. Because some people just don't know. Or they don't want to use those words. Trust and believe vulnerability is going to be a whole nother topic (laughs) for another day. But other hard truths that I really want you guys to take away from this is that acknowledgement alone is not accountability. (laughs) It is not being responsible for your own shit. It is only part of it. And then also, sometimes you are the problem. (laughs) Let's be honest. Sometimes you are the problem. And sometimes you need to tell yourself that. But don't get it twisted. Your feelings are valid. If someone says something to you and it makes you feel a type of way or whatever the case may be, your feelings are valid. But your actions may be toxic. 
So sit and ask yourself, am I the problem? (laughs) After a situation, just look back and be like, yo, am I the problem? And if you are, apologize for it, but mean it. So I need y'all to help me spill a little tea right now. Leave some comments, you know, tell me about a time where you had to take responsibility for something. What was that like? What did you do? If you look back on it now, would you do the same thing or would you change it and do something else? As far as actually putting an action behind it, not just acknowledging something. Y'all let me know. And as far as reflection, do y'all reflect? Is that something that you do now? Have you done more of it? How do you do it? You run and think about stuff. Do you sit and write in a journal? Do you sit in a room by yourself and talk to a microphone on a podcast? (laughs) Talk to friends. What do you do? I appreciate y'all for listening. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, rate, (laughs) follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, both at y'all ain't tell me and then also if you have any topics that you want me to cover shoot me a dm send us an email at y'all ain't tell me at gmail.com but until next time it's your girl dominique shante check it out mm-hmm.